Hello there, friends. Welcome back. I hope everybody is having a really good night. Um, it's about 8.04 p.m. Central Standard Time here in the United States. Uh, I live in Wisconsin, and I was sitting up here in my office, and I thought I'm, I wasn't going to do anything today. I wasn't going to record anything today, but then I decided, you know what? I'm going to record something. I need to get something off my chest, right? I need to talk about, like, I need to talk about the coronavirus because I feel like what has happened is when you talk about it, you get censored. And I know that firsthand. Okay. And if you say anything that it's not real or that it is fake or that it's just some kind of conspiracy theory, people think you're crazy. Okay. But what's happening now is a lot of people are coming out and they're saying, hold on a minute. What is going on? We've been shut down for a year now. These businesses, all these businesses have shut down. The city that I live in looks like a ghost town and it's crazy. Okay. Well, this is what everybody wanted. Nobody fought back when they originally said we need two weeks to slow the curve and then two weeks turned into a month and a month turned into three months and three months turned into six months and six months turned into eight months, eight months turned into a year. Okay. Nobody fought back. Nobody said anything. But do you want to know who was saying something? The conservatives, right? Us as conservatives, me as being a conservative, said something since the beginning. When they said they were going to shut down for two weeks, I said, okay, I get it. Shutting down for two weeks. I understand. You know, there's a virus. It's a, it's, it's not a new virus because SARS uh, was here in 2002. Maybe this, this was a different variant uh, from what they had said, if you can believe anything that they uh, have said. <clears throat> so I said, fine, you know, shut down for two weeks. I get it. I understand. You got to shut down for two weeks and you have to, you know, try to slow it, whatever. So we shut down for two weeks. And I thought, okay, that's fine. I get it. I understand that. And then, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, you got to stand six feet apart. And then you couldn't have so many people in the store. And then they made a mask mandate here in, in Wisconsin. And I thought, this is a little crazy. This is a little too much now. Uh, for number one, when we look at masks, I'm going to go with the six feet f first. So when we look at the, the six feet apart, so six feet apart is pretty interesting uh, with how people say, oh, it works, right? If I sneeze, my droplets are going a lot farther than six feet. Just just saying. And then, then when we talk about a mask, we know that there's been enough doctors and enough scientists and enough people came out and said masks don't work. Like they don't work to, to how the government thinks that they're working, right? That's why the government says wear three masks because one mask, it ain't working. Right. And now in the beginning, when they first made a mask made, I said, this is this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Right. You're going to make us wear a mask. And then you start doing research on a mask and you find out that this little medical mask, these little cloth, mat, they don't stop anything. They don't stop anything. OK, for instance, uh, the house that I live in, my garage, I have a paint studio in, in my garage. And I, I have an air compressor and I paint not spray paint, but it's spraying paint out of a, out of a, a spray gun. And I have to wear a mask that's got these big filters on the side so that I don't get in it in in, and inhale any of that. OK, so and those droplets are smaller than the droplet that that you would get from coughing if you had coronavirus. OK, so those little medical masks, those little cloth masks, maybe they're helping to an extent, right, to slow it down, to, to not have you inhale, I guess, as much of the virus, but you're definitely inhaling virus 100%. When you walk into Walmart and you're wearing that mask, well, you're, you're still going to inhale somebody if they cough in front of you and you walk through it. It's not going to stop it. It's just not, okay? It might stop some of it, but it ain't going to stop all of it. And then 
And then they said, well, we're only going to allow so many people in the store. And I told my fiance, I said, this is crazy. This is crazy because I, I told her, I said, this is this is kind of weird. I said, we're, we're, we're allowing everybody to go to Walmart. We're allowing everybody to go to Target and Menards and all the big box stores. We're allowing people to go there, but we're not allowing people to go to the mom and pop shops you know, the smaller uh, uh, companies, the smaller uh, family-owned businesses, I said, this is this is dumb. This is absolutely ridiculous. I said, how how, how is it that we, you know, we, we can have 10,000 people pack into Walmart, but we can't have four or five people pack into a small mom and pop shop? So so you you start going down a road. You do. You start going down a road of conspiracies and you start thinking to yourself, why is that? Why? How is it that during the coronavirus, the rich got extremely richer and the poor got extremely poorer. Okay. For number one, because, oh, well, we're going to shut small business down. So a lot of people lost their jobs. Okay. A lot of people lost their jobs because the government deemed that that was a good idea, that that was the right move to make. Eh, Wrong answer was not the right move to make. That was the wrong move to make when you talk about coronavirus, when you talk about these people's livelihoods. Okay, and I and I've said this from the beginning, and I've argued with friends about this, about how you can't just shut the country down. You can't just do that. It doesn't work. You can't do it. And all my friends, of course, you know, not all my friends, but some of them, <clears throat> uh, sitting there and they're like, "Oh, we got to shut it down. We got to do this. Oh, we have to." And it's like, come on. Do you do you understand the way economics works? Right, right, works. Do you understand it? Do you get it? Okay, if they shut it down, the business can't pay the employees, the business goes out of business, the employee loses their job, and if the employee gets unemployment, well, that's that's bad too. But if they don't get unemployment, now it's even more bad, and maybe they go homeless, maybe they can't feed their kids, and now we start coming to desperate measures where maybe people are breaking into people's houses and stealing food, waiting outside of grocery stores to steal groceries from people, uh, putting them in their cars, which did happen. That did happen. There was an incident where that happened, right? Because you got to do what you got to do when you got to feed your kids, right? So here we are, one year later, we're still closed down. We're still shut down. We're still wearing masks. We're still six feet apart. And guess what? People are still dying. I do not understand. If somebody looks at you and says, here's the deal, you got to wear a mask and you just got to stand six feet apart so that we, so that people don't die, right? But then you do this, you wear a mask, you stand six feet apart, but then is, there's just the same amount of people getting sick, same amount of people are passing away. And mostly the individuals passing away are people who've, who have high, high, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, you know, comorbidities. Those are the individuals, unfortunately, that are passing. Okay. They are. And, and that's just, that's just the harsh reality of it. Okay, the harsh reality of it is someone who smokes cigarettes is more likely to get coronavirus and pass away from it than somebody who doesn't, right? That it's that's unfortunately that's just the reality. Okay. Um, but we have to look at what happens every year as well. See, you have to look at every year people are dying from the flu, right? Every year you're getting 30, 60,000 people die from the flu. Every year you're getting people that are dying from tuberculosis. Every year you're getting people that are dying from pneumonia. Okay, and I said this in a previous show, but a previous episode, but last year, I think it was last year, it might have been 2019, I'm sorry, in 2019, 1.5 million people died of tuberculosis. I think it was 2019. Okay, I could be wrong on the year, could be 2018, it could be 2020, but 1.5 million people died. 1.5 million. We didn't wear a mask, we didn't stand six feet apart. 
It wasn't uh, it wasn't televised. Nobody gave a crap. It's 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 a it. That's what is amazing to me. What's amazing to me is how we can sit here one year later and have our government and these in these health officials who have no idea what they're talking about get on TV and say, "Well, we might not get back to normal until 2022, 2023." You know, next April. Listen, folks, this is not okay. It is not okay Okay, privately owned and say you cannot operate. It's that is not okay. That is absolutely not okay. And and I keep on saying this. Like I I don't know why I have to continue to talk about this. I don't even know why that a year later I'm still talking about the coronavirus. I that I'm still actually doing an episode about COVID. I really don't. And the th- and, and what's crazy is I told my fiance when this whole thing started. I, said, I told my fiance I said you watch. It's not just going to be over. It's not just going to go away. They're going to use this. They're going to use this coronavirus as not only a political tool, but a tool to be able to see how far they can go with controlling the population. And I know you can say, put your tinfoil hat on and go sit on the roof. You're being a conspiracy theorist now. But but I'm not. They, they've, they've used this coronavirus as a political weapon against Donald Trump, and they did. Okay, They've also used this coronavirus to manipulate society, to manipulate small business, right? They've used this coronavirus to see how far they can go with controlling the public. And they have. They have. They've, 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 they've been sitting there twirling their little thumbs, seeing how far they can control society. And so far, they've done a pretty darn good job, right? They've done a pretty darn good job of controlling a lot of these individuals who I'm not saying the coronavirus isn't real, but I'm saying, do you not question? Do you not question really what's happening? Do you not question the motorcycle that passed away in Florida from the accident itself, but then but then was put on the COVID list? Do you not question why somebody having heart surgery and passes away during the surgery gets put on the COVID list? Do you not question when somebody goes in and gets a COVID test and then one nostril comes up positive, one comes up negative, and then they do another test and they both come up negative, and then they do another test and they both come up positive? Do you not question the doctor who tested 1,500 people and they all tested positive for influenza A, right? And then he sent it to another lab and that lab also tested it and they tested for influenza A and the people he tested tested positive for coronavirus. The 1,500 people that he tested all had coronavirus tests from a different uh, uh, place, uh, different tests, and they tested positive. And then he tests them at his facility, and they all test positive for influenza A. Are we not supposed to question these things? Are we not supposed to sit back and question why the government can just close down privately owned businesses? Why why the government says you can't go to a gym to, to, to work out and be healthy, but you can go buy cigarettes and alcohol and, and, and do all of that? Do we not question these things? Because if questioning these things is is gonna get you is gonna have somebody call you a conspiracy theorist, then that's ridiculous. Because I do question it. I question every time when I see that little troll Fauci, he's just a little troll, that little troll Fauci get on TV and do an interview and talk about, well, masks are, you know, masks are 30% effective, you know, 40% effective. And then two weeks later, he gets on TV and says, no, your mask is 100% effective. 
Your mask is what's stopping people from dying. And then he gets on TV two weeks after that and says, we have to open schools back up. We have to let people go back to work. We can't keep stuff shut down. And then he gets on two weeks later and says that everything has to get shut back down. We need to slow the curve down. We're starting to spike back up. When do we, as the people around the whole world, start to question what is really going on? What's really happening? Why are we really shut down? Why is there, what what is really going on here? Okay, what's really going on? How did the rich get super rich during the coronavirus? And how did the poor get a lot poorer during the coronavirus? And why did that happen? Why did the governments shut down, especially in the United States, small business, but allow giant business to stay open and, and pack those stores, but not but not have five people go into a small business establishment. Why is that happening? I wish someone could explain it to me, but when you ask someone that question, they don't know. They don't know how to explain that to you. They don't know. Because they don't they 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 go they go, "Well, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I'm not the government. I'm not the one who made the rules." Right, but you're the one following the rules. You're the one that's following the rules blindly. You're the one that's putting 100% of your trust into the government. That's the problem. Those individuals, those individuals, unfortunately, the reality of it is they are a problem because they're not questioning it. They're not questioning it. And you should be able to question it. If I go get my car worked on and they put new brakes on my car and I drive it away and I hear a clunking in my front tire, I'm going to question why I hear a clunking. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn around. I'm going to go back to the mechanic and say, why is there a clunking in my front tire that wasn't there before I brought it to you? I'm going to question him. But it seems like what's going on is we're moving into a society and a time in this in, in, in the United States, especially, where we are not allowed to question things. We're not allowed to question the government. Otherwise, we're considered a conservative white supremacist. We're considered a, a conspiracy theorist because we're questioning. We should be questioning what the government is doing, right? We should be questioning why the government takes 32% of our taxes, but then you only get 17% back, right? We should be questioning these things, right? We should be questioning where is our tax dollars going? Why are we giving money to a different country for gender uh, studies? And why are we focused so much on helping every other country, but not helping our own country, right? Not helping our own country for homeless people, for uh, for drug overdoses, for mental health issues. No, no, we're not doing that. We're not helping our own country, right? So I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move on to a little bit another topic here, right? I'm gonna move away from the coronavirus for a second because I'm starting to drift into another topic here. So, so. In, in this country, in the United States, we decide we want to help every other country. We want to help every other country, okay, do what they need to do instead of focusing on our own country, right? If we talk about mental health and we talk about the individuals who have uh, mental health uh, uh, problems, right? Uh, so, you know, panic, anxiety, depression, agoraphobia, emetophobia, these things like this, right? Mental health issues, right? They don't get the help they need. Because they can't find a specialist, they can't afford a specialist, but if they can't, let's just say somebody can't work, right? And, and, and they say, well, I don't know, I'm going to apply for disability because I have agoraphobia and I have a fear of going out in public and seeing people. So I sit in my house, I haven't left my house, I haven't left the property for months, right? They apply for disability, they try to get it, and then they get denied, right? Because disability says, well, you can go to work, you just have, a, you just have to get over it right? But nobody goes through it, nobody understands it, right? That's the problem we have in this country, right? 
So instead of focusing on that, we're focusing on the drug problem that we have in this country. The individuals that are on drugs and overdosing on drugs, and and, and we just we just like, oh, well, we're just going to ignore that for a minute and go give money to, to 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 this other country because they need to worry about gender studies, and we can't worry about you. Uh, on drugs and overdosing all the time, okay, we have to worry about them doing gender studies. And it's like, are are you kidding me? Like, are you freaking kidding me? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And, And this all actually goes back to the coronavirus because in the start of the coronavirus, there's this whole thing. And then they said, we're going to give you a stimulus check. And then in the stimulus packages, it all it had all this money going to politicians and going to our government, and then it had all this money going overseas, and you're like, what is going on, right? So the first stimulus, nobody questioned it. Everybody was happy, oh, 1200 bucks. Then you get another stimulus, right? The second one that took months, okay, months, and that was $600. Well, in the $600 stimulus, there was all of this pork fat going all over, all these other countries for gender studies and all this other stuff, right? And we're sitting back as Americans saying, wait a minute. Listen, I feel for the people in that country, but their government needs to help them. Their government does, right? Not not our government. Our government needs to help us. We the people, we need help, right? We're not in we're not going to work. We can't pay our bills. We can't feed our kids. And all you want to give us is $600, okay? But you want to give all this other money to 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 other countries overseas. Right. And I'm sure all these other countries, the people who live in all these other countries, if their country was just going to give us money during their stimulus, they'd be like, wait a minute, we need help. Not these guys. We need help. It's just it's so crazy that nobody questions it and that if you do question it, you're a conspiracy theorist. It, it, it really does blow me away. And it gets me upset. It makes me angry. I get angry and it sucks. I don't like getting angry about it because I feel like it's such a waste of my time. It's such a waste of my energy to get angry about something like that, to get angry about other people who who call people conspiracy theorists or, or other people who aren't questioning stuff or other people who aren't sitting back and realizing what's going on and just trusting 100% in the government right? I want to trust our government. I really do. I want to trust the government that, that, that I have in the state, in the, in the country I live, but I can't. They're just so crooked. They're such a crooked bunch of people. You can't trust them, right? Because you have them saying you have to be locked down and you can't go out to eat, and then they're going out to eat, and they're not wearing a mask, and they're not following the rules, but you have to follow the rules, right? It's rules for me and he, but not for they, not for them, right? It's 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 crazy. And it, like I said, it, it makes me angry. And what, what's, like I said, I shouldn't get angry about it. I shouldn't waste my energy on it, folks, but I do. I do. I get angry about it. And I talk to my fiance about it and I say, I say, I can't, I don't understand people. I don't understand how, how people don't understand what's going on. I don't understand how people aren't questioning this. I don't understand how people are just like, yeah, I'm going to go take the vaccine. They don't care that it only took one year before it was released, right? When normally vaccines take, what, five years, seven years before they actually finally get out into into distribution to, to the public, right? This took like less than a year and everybody's just like, yeah, we're going to go get it and shoot it in our arm, right? And there's already been people that have passed away. They're saying they didn't pass away from the corona the, the coronavirus vaccine, but then these people were fine before they went and got the vaccine. And then all of a sudden, after they get the vaccine, you know, a few days later, they're just found dead. Right? I think the vaccine is terrible. And I think there's there's some there's something else behind it, right? There's something else behind the coronavirus vaccine. There's some other motive 
behind the coronavirus vaccine. Something. I don't know what it is, but there's some kind of a motivation behind the public getting it, right? Behind, we have to have everybody get the vaccine, right? I'm not getting the vaccine and I'll die on that hill. I'm definitely, I will not get that vaccine. I will not put that into my body. So for me, you can do whatever you want. You can try to give me the vaccine, but I'm not taking it. Right? I'm not going to do it. I'm not taking something that, that I don't know and can't see real data on. I mean real data, true data, right? Not not this, not this made up data that's that that has that has gone on throughout coronavirus, throughout. Okay, from our crooked health officials here in the United States, right? And this is these are the things that I've been upset about. These are the things that I've been so angry and anxious about and causing my depression and my anxiety to get worse, right, over this whole thing because I don't even I just don't know where the state of my country's at, right? And 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 I talk to you guys about it and I talk to my fiance about it, and my parents and my family, you know, and I bring it up. And not everybody agrees with what I'm saying, and that's fine. You know, some people say, hey, we, we think that it's a serious thing and, and we want to, you know, isolate and stuff. And, you know, okay, that's fine, whatever. If you want to isolate, that's fine. But I shouldn't have to isolate. If you want to wear a mask, that's fine. But I shouldn't have to wear a mask. If you, you know, I shouldn't have to do that. Why should I have to wear a mask? If your mask protects you, I don't want to wear one. That means that 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 I, if I get it, that's on me, Right. That's on me. And my family's had coronavirus, by the way, people. My 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 fiance had COVID. Okay. My brother and his whole family had COVID. And my brother has comorbidities. He's a diabetic. His wife has got asthma. His three kids, all of them got asthma. Uh, you know, and and they they made it out, right? They made it out. And and my brother and his fiance, or his wife, I'm sorry, they they are a little overweight. Okay. They're they are. Uh, you know, and 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 they 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 made it out, and my fiance, who is is healthy, she's healthy, she's a healthy individual, works out, so on and so forth. She made it out, right? She made it out. She made it to the other side. She lost her taste, she lost her smell, but it came back, right? And and I I just think it's 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 interesting when 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 we think about the coronavirus, when we think about all this, right? When we think about well, if you wear a mask, I have to wear a mask. Listen, the only reason I wear a mask is because I don't want to be an asshole, right? Excuse my language, but I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy that you're like, uh, you know, not that I care what other people think, but I don't like being insensitive. I really don't. I really don't like being an insensitive individual because I want everybody to feel comfortable, right? I want people to feel comfortable to go to a store and be able to get what they need to get for their kids or whatever. So I want everybody to feel comfortable. And so I wear a mask for that reason. Otherwise, I wouldn't wear one. I don't believe in them. I don't think they work. I think they're ridiculous. Uh, I think the whole thing is ridiculous. And sometimes I don't. So sometimes when I go to a Walmart or a Menards or a Target or whatever, I don't put a mask on. Um, I do suffer from you know anxiety and panic. So having the mask on does actually throw me into a little bit of a panic attack sometimes. Um, yeah, and I and I and I do suffer from agoraphobia as well. So 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 I I can kind of get a little bit anxious when I when I'm around these crowds, and it does freak me out. And the mask just doesn't help, and and so on. But 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 this is this is what's real, folks, and this is the reality of it. Is that if the masks work so well, I shouldn't have to wear one. If you want to wear a mask because you want to protect yourself, fine. But but I shouldn't have to wear one. And if everybody's wearing a mask and I have coronavirus, then you're going to be fine because it's protecting you. And you shouldn't worry about 
some if I go into a store and I'm spreading it, that's my problem, right? If if there's an old lady not wearing a mask and I have coronavirus and I spread it, if I did, if I was asymptomatic, right? The whole thing to me is fishy. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. Call me a conspiracy theorist, but I'm going to say it. It's fishy. It's fishy, folks. It's fishy. Somebody's got to say it. Somebody has to say that things are fishy. The things going on in the United States and around the world are fishy. I said it. It's fishy, folks. It's fishy. It smells fishy. It stinks. It stinks to high hell, right? Something stinks to high hell here in the United States, especially that there's something crooked happening. Something crooked is going on, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But that's really what I wanted to get off my chest, folks. I really what I wanted to get off my chest, folks. I wanted to get get it off my chest. And as you guys know, when I record, I don't edit these recordings. These are all live, uncut. So if I mess up, if I cough, if I make a noise, it's all going to be on there. I do not edit my recordings. Not one bit. I don't edit any of them. None of them. So just know that. Uh, None of them are edited. So everything you're hearing is in real time. Uh, I appreciate all of you guys. I appreciate every one of you for listening to my show, for spreading the news, for sharing my show to to family members and friends if you want them to listen to me. Um, I try to be as real as possible when when I'm doing my shows. I I try to give you a little insight into who I am as a person and the things that I go through in life and, and maybe how I cope with them or how I deal with them. So I appreciate all you guys so much. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Nate and Friends. And I will see you guys on the next episode of Nate and Friends. Bye-bye now.